Welcome to episode 48 of Echo Screen, a uh, video game pop culture podcast that uh, is just a bunch of friends talking about some news and uh, what we did for the past week, every week, for uh, over a year now. Until during. the end of time. Yeah. Or uh, we get jobs that uh, don't allow us to do this anymore, haha, <laughs> hopefully soon. Anyway. Um, no, it's going to be until the end of time. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, well, eventually we're going to be able to start getting uh, revenue from this, and then we'll yeah, you we'll think? become. Ha. If we wanted revenue, we should be on TikTok. <laughs> so uh, we'll get into that later. But okay, so so <laughs> let's just all let's all just get our TikToks together. We'll. Uh, what's the first video we should? How long pantomime? can a TikTok be? One minute. <laughs> okay, so we separate the whole podcast as we record it into one minute segments. And then upload it via TikTok every single week. Does that sound? You know, I thought about that, but then I thought that uh, I don't want to do that. And by the way, my name is Blaze. <laughs> With me this week is Aaron. That's me. And Rob. Do you think that, like, they chose to do a goofy movie just because of the name? Or do you think, like, they they knew the importance uh, so I've been thinking about this like quite a bit. Not what Rob said right there, but uh, about Rob mm-hmm. and what mm-hmm. like his personality is. And I never really like put it into perspective before, but Rob is kind of like Ian Malcolm from uh That's like that's the character's name from uh of uh, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Yeah, but it's uh Jeff Goldblum's character if I'm not mistaken, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's like you're the way that Jeff Goldblum plays that character in that film. That is your personality. <laughs> That's the greatest compliment I've ever gotten in my life. And slash insult. But, you know. Um, so, wait. Does that make... Uh, that makes Aaron uh, Alan Grant, and that makes you uh, Laura Dern's character, right? No, no. I'm the T-Rex. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> mm. You eat a guy wait. while he was taking a shit? Yeah, who wouldn't? <laughs> okay are, are we sure he's the t-rex or are we sure he's not the dilophosaurus and he just like all of the raptors he, that's collectively who i am <laughs> he's the hive mind of the raptors of course uh no, anyway. is one of the kids yeah of oh, course i'm one of the kids dude he's the one that gets electrocuted on the fence yeah that's why they call me blaze obviously <laughs> Uh, no, that movie came out, uh, I probably said this on the podcast before, I know I say it to everyone ever whenever Jurassic Park comes up, but, uh, that movie came out in 93, the year I was born, and it was the highest grossing movie of that year, and the second highest grossing movie of that year was, you guys know this, I've said it a hundred million times, come on. I Uh, don't know. Wow. The attack of the Sasquatch on, uh, all those zero points guys thanks for remembering when i talk uh it was mrs doubtfire mrs doubtfire was, <laughs> what? The, was the correct answer you have never said this i've said this ever. to so many people i probably <laughs> said this that? on this podcast and if i haven't before well just trust me this is the first of a million times i'm going to say this okay but is, but if he has mean? said this on the podcast before please like write it in if you if you guys are keeping track of it if not, I'm no. calling bullshit on this. <laughs> no, it's keeping track. <laughs> yeah, what does that mean at all? What? What does what mean? 
Why why does that matter? Like what? What that I know that trivia? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Oh, like, it's just what is that? Why is it? Just whenever just Jurassic Park comes out, it's the highest grossing movie of that year. And then you have to rebuttal with the next highest grossing movie that year. Yeah, because no one would expect it. But but why do you have that ready to fire off? Like I don't remember how I learned <laughs> this information. I think it was because I was looking up something about. Uh, Jurassic Park, and I found out it came out in my birth year, and that it was the highest grossing movie of that year. And then I think the fact that the next highest grossing movie, which they listed, was Mrs. Doubtfire, it caught my attention because I like both of those films. I did not know they came out the same uh, the they, same year, and that they have that very Mrs. similar Doubtfire plots. was so popular that it was the second highest grossing movie. And you compare the type of movie that that is comparatively to Jurassic Park. Very t- like similar films, both featuring uh, dinosaurs. You know. <laughs> anyway, uh, jokes aside, we need to talk about a uh, a different dinosaur, and that is the PlayStation Store on PS3 and PS Vita. Dang. And uh, yeah, Sony's not pulling the plug on those anymore. They uh, they reversed course, and Jim Ryan, Sony Interactive. Uh, president sony interactive entertainment's president specifically um has said in paraphrase they made the wrong decision on that one so that's not closing but and they'll stay open uh till the foreseeable future but the playstation portable psp store definitely offline in july Mm -hmm. totally not even tough uh happening yeah i mean it is tough that some games that are physical only on the psp um like the square games specifically like you cannot get you cannot download crisis core or um birth by sleep on the uh, psp store you never could and you couldn't do it on the vita either because i uh, you can play psp games if they're digital on the vita but because they're those games or those certain games are not on there they're just gone like you cannot play those PSP games anymore, so that sucks. Unless that you not the whole catalogs tap. on there, so mm. that still super sucks. But... Do you think they're ever gonna? Well, like we're getting technically Crisis Core in another form with what is it? Uh, Ever Crisis. Yeah, I mean it's just like I use Square as a specific example because I remember being bummed out that I could not download Birth by Sleep on yeah. my Vita, and that was before the I think that was before the PlayStation um, like collections, like the PSP, like the PS3, like 1.5 and 2.5 collections. So, uh, yeah, but I mean you can play. Like you can play uh, Birth by Sleep on anything now. I mean, people emulate the PSP uh, anyway. So, and then if you have Homebrew, you can play those games anyway. But uh, it's not that I condone piracy or anything. I would assume that people who want to use their consoles, especially a PSP, which has like a pretty big like Homebrew software like hacking scene, like this is the only way that those consoles will have any more life is that if if they uh, jailbreak them, if that makes any sense. So. Uh, I mean, hey, I'm just saying those things. I'm not saying I'm going to do those things. So, right, right. Uh, I, right. if I had a Vita, what, what are I, you doing I, with I, your what? 
I, I'm just saying, why do you have that emulation site open on your laptop right now? Ha -ha. Uh, you know, I um, I would do more with my, like, like I would revisit, like, the old uh, Dissidia games on my PSP if the battery on my PSP wasn't about to, like, explode, which is just, like, a known problem. Like, those batteries, like, are su like get super bloated and, yeah. like, yeah, they don't last very long. So, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, so yeah, you might be want, want to be careful if you have a PSP and like yeah. it's somewhere, because that thing is uh, probably gonna pop sooner. Built to work, later. not built to last. Well, yeah, you think about it. Even if the store came out in like 2004, 2006, like around that time, even if the the, uh, I think it's got to be 2006 ish. It has to be like what am i trying to say here it's it's mm. less than 20 years old and when they make let's say a digital only console especially psp go if you remember that it was digital only like, yeah bye bye um the, the battery lives and the accessories on those things just they don't work anymore so then you get to Sony being like, yeah, this thing, we're just getting rid of it really soon. So see ya. And so your digital only console doesn't work anymore. And uh, what are we selling really hard alongside our disc version of the console? Oh, you mean the PlayStation 5 digital only version? That in less than 20 years, you won't be able to play any of your games or re-download mm -hmm. any of your games? Yeah. There's also this uh, thing that is going around i don't know if you guys have heard about it i didn't originally like think i was going to talk about it but it's just coming to me now um apparently on ps4s and ps5s if your internal battery dies and you and you um can't connect to the internet or like playstation like network you're you can't play physical media that's like the thing that's been going around wait what <laughs> so what? if you're it, the inside the console there's like an internal battery right mm -hmm. right and so it like i don't necessarily know on a technical reason why it needs to be there or why it exists but it's there probably uh like a power shut off fail safe right okay so but go on it's there if it fails even if you replace it if your system can't connect to the PlayStation Network for whatever reason, you are unable to play physical media. <laughs> nice. And so, if you can't, and and that is also if you replace the internal battery, mm. it needs to check the like PlayStation Network to like basically like confirm if that makes any sense, mm -hmm. like to reset whatever sensor that is, which I think is super dumb. And they could just patch yeah. that out to not make that a loophole thing like the like a like a ring you have to jump through but i think that uh yeah it's stupid and it's basically in the information for like it's in the system the code from playstation 4 and for ps5 people are finding because they've been doing experiments hmm. so far take this like anecdotally do your own research but majorly this won't affect anyone until like yeah again you get 15 20 years out from a console generation so yeah. you know that sucks but 
Yeah, that's pretty much it for that story. Bye, uh, PSP, but thank you for keeping Vita and uh, PS3 around. So. Yeah. Now I don't have to uh, I go crazy with uh, downloading my uh, my old kind of downloadables anymore. Yeah. I know words are hard today, but anyway, yeah. uh, I, what's I, the next story? Out earlier, I was like, I was like out and about, and I was like trying to speak, and none of the words that I was saying were in the right order, and I didn't know why. I don't know. Maybe it's allergy season <laughs> or something. So you were like, "Hi, D- Donut Duncan." I yes. would like coffee on head, please. Wow. Rob calling me out for going to Dunkin' Donuts on Free Donut Wednesday. <laughs> All right. Don't at me, dude. Listen. Free I'm Donut tell- Wednesday? Yeah. Is it not Free Donut yeah. Wednesday for you? What are you talking about? So Where on Wednesday. Get this information from? Oh, I just happened to go to Dunkin' Donuts this Wednesday and I believe last Wednesday. And it's just like, get a free classic donut with your with a purchase of it for, with a drink. And I was like, oh. Well, I was going to get coffee, so I'll just add a donut for no reason. I mean, for the reason that it's free. And it's just automatically free, so that's cool. Yeah, well, I don't go outside, so. Wow. I know that's not true, but okay. Would you go out for a free donut? Yeah, would you? It's free. Eh. You have any Krispy Kremes around you, Aaron? Maybe. I haven't checked. Because, like, if you show up. If you show them your uh, Vax card, you get like a free donut for oh, yeah, every true. day for the year. Yeah, <laughs> that's is a that real the, thing. Uh, encouragement that we're going with here for people to get vaccinated is that they get a free Krispy Kreme donut. <laughs> that's literally yeah. what the controversy was. That they're like, you're, uh, you're, you're, like, this thing that you're offering. We know you're doing a good faith, but you're, the uh, but we're mad because you're like pushing an unhealthy uh, lifestyle on people to eat a donut every day for a whole year it's like <laughs> i don't think the intent was so that people would actually get a donut every day for like sure there'll be some who will do that but like if they eat one donut a day that's not going to kill them if they eat like a bunch of donuts a day sure but uh, the amount of sugar in one donut is less sugar than a normal person like it's less sugar than like the average i don't think it's going to push them over the edge i feel like it's just like a novelty marketing thing right oh 100 that's what that is like taco bell every year during the uh world series is like if x team hits a home run you get a free taco or like if they win the world series you get a free taco it's kind of like that (laughs) i guess you get a free taco every day of the year so well i I posted about it, and then, like, I was driving down to Savannah uh, with my mom, and she saw Krispy Kreme on, like, one of the, like, kind of uh, posters, and she's like, Robert, we need to make a stop. <laughs> and and she's, she's on the keto diet. So I was oh. like, Mom, don't ruin your diet. <laughs> yeah. Don't ruin your diet. And, like, no, the I entire time... <laughs> I really don't think that's true, but okay. But no, she she just drove in, and she was like, "They both start with grinning." <laughs> well, she was grinning at me the entire time, and like I'm like, "Mom, what are you doing?" And she's like, "I need I need a free donut with my Vax card." And then she did that, and then she got a coffee, and she gave me the donut. She's like, "Eat it." 
Oh, and I was, my. I was like, God. Mom, I don't want this. And she's like, come on, please. And I was like, and I was crying as I ate this dough. No. Classic uh, Rob uh, move right there. No, I just, I was like, why did you do this? She's like, it's for you. It's like, free. So we have to have it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I ate it and I hadn't eaten a Krispy Kreme donut. I've actually been trying to limit sugar for a little bit. So yeah. I had it. And it hit me like a truck. Yep. Like, I immediately was like, my head hurts. This is, this is a little, yeah. Little rough. And then, and then she, she's like, that's not that bad. And then like, <laughs> when I, I look to the window for a second, and she grabs a bit of it, and she's like, just a little bit. I need to just have a little bit. And then she's like, Damn. I don't feel good. <laughs> 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 she disappeared into dust. Yeah, oh. she did. And I'm, I'm I'm waiting for Captain America to uh, to fix things. Hopefully, um, one day. You know, you know that reminds me of when I uh, didn't eat processed or like chemical foods or like high sugar things for like yeah. three to six months or something. I was just like I had the cleanest diet I've ever like ever had. And so I was like, I've been really good for six months for health reasons, basically not diet or anything, just like to be alive and live. Okay. Which I will not reveal on this podcast. So don't ask me anyway. Um, that's just a teaser for when I actually reveal it, but it's, uh, you know, in the future, not right now. Anyway, uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah. So I went out to this restaurant and I ordered like a Sprite and then I like take a sip of the Sprite. And I'm like, this tastes just like chemical. There's just nothing other than chemical taste. It doesn't even taste like fake lime or fake lemon. It just tastes like a bunch of chemicals. And then I immediately got a headache and I was like, I don't know if I can drive home. <laughs> my, my house is like two <laughs> minutes away. So like, this hurts my entire body. So that's my story. The, the lesson is eat some sugar every day. And you know that way you'll be ready for it. So just I like a, I don't know about that. Maybe just, just keep don't. gulping down those sprites. Just keep just, gulping them down. If you've been clean, maybe uh, maybe don't like go back. <laughs> nah. Keep so, drinking sprite. Uh, speaking of going back, we got a uh, a Shang Chi teaser trailer. It's that movie comes out in early September, right? I believe uh, so, yeah. It's the yeah. new Marvel movie of this character who basically I would assume if you don't know comics, you don't know who this character is at all. Yeah. I'm very unfamiliar with this character. Um, this movie, just from that two-minute teaser trailer, looks awesome. I'm so psyched. Mm -hmm. Like I went from I'm curious to I'm so psyched for this film. So yeah. This is... Uh... It's a very kind of, uh, again, it's Marvel doing what they do best, being able to take these kind of niche characters and uh, kind of put them on display in the best way they can. And I think they're obviously like taking like, well, not obviously, I don't know why I said obviously. They're taking some liberties with adapting it, but it's for yeah, good reasons. They're like merging the Mandarin. Yeah with a different character yeah um, his dad in the comics was fu manchu yeah which, which is not a not very good 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they're, so they're fusing that character with the Mandarin, which it's the real Mandarin and not the, the fake Iron Man 3 Mandarin, um, yeah. who canonically in that film, that horrible film, is fake. Oh, and then they have this, like, canonical extra bit that is Yeah, they had, they had a... Um, oh, you're talking about in the movie. Like that thing where he's in, where that Aldrich Killian, guy, yeah, he's like yeah. in jail and he like, oh yeah, uh, all hailed the guys. king. Yeah, okay, yeah. So the ten rings. So it's Shang Chi and the ten rings, and it's like going into the whole like terrorist organization, the ten rings, which have existed since Iron Man one, um, and they've been in like a bunch of stuff to to like so they're playing with like the history of the entire mcu here with this organization and then they'll like most likely link back to everything and it seems like with this uh with the way that everything's shaping up that this film will like introduce us a new character but show us like things that have been happening in the background the whole time yeah also you go go. i was just gonna say there's a rumor that this is taking place during the blip which is interesting i would like that because they they make it a point to say i've given you like 10 years of freedom and the mcu had a five-year time skip like into the future and also half half of all people were gone so it's like it started in 2016 like i'm i'm just ballparking here but if it if it started in 2016 then he had what i guess five years would would be to 2021 which would be now but i think in 2018 was the blip so yeah we're not that far from the blip anyway when i think the longest into the future we've had for the blip so far in marvel mcu is spider-man which takes place like a year after or six Mm. months after something like that like falcon winter soldier and spider-man i believe take place around the same time wandavision's like right after the blip yeah i think yeah we have spider-man as the furthest down the line um yeah I think for some reason Falcon and Winter Soldier isn't taking place right around Spider-Man. I feel like for some reason it's like a month or two beforehand. I don't know. Why. Yeah, I think I think you're right about that. I think it. I think um, Spider-Man is the furthest, but I don't necessarily. I think it might be like nine months, maybe not a whole year, or maybe not a yeah. whole year and a half, something like that. Yeah, and we're about to go back further in time with. Uh, Black Widow. Black Widow, we're going to, like, right after Civil War. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so we're jumping around the the t- timeline I here. Just, I still don't know how. Other than, like, possible spoilers for uh, what Black Widow will end up being, I still do not know how Black Widow is relevant in any way other than bringing in, like, a few new characters <laughs> and villains. Like, they're going to finally say goodbye to natasha and bring in her fake sister as the new black widow and it's gonna be blonde black widow now and then we're gonna get like whoever stranger things man is as a character maybe (laughs) and then taskmaster is a villain unless like every marvel movie they kill him 
They just killed I the think, villain. Yeah, I I would hope that Taskmaster stays around. I, I that was my pitch villain for what do you call it? Uh, I really think they should have made like Deadpool two or like something be Taskmaster. Mm-hmm. But um, I think Black Widow is just basically uh, we we really should have done Black Widow right when it's set. It should have been after Civil War. But you had so many people like kind of like Ike Perlmutter saying like, well, no one's going to go see a female superhero movie. And so yeah. this is just kind of writing a wrong. Yeah, that... it's like people being like, yeah, I don't know if Black Panther will work as a film either. And yeah. it being like one of the first billion dollar bring like they brought in like every Marvel movie, like Black Panther after was billion like billion dollars across the board each one billion dollars one after another and it's like yeah no i mean disney expects black widow to make a billion dollars maybe not because of the pandemic anymore but like originally when it was slated that movie was going to make a billion that's what they expected it to bring in so and i i think it still might have chance of bringing in a sizable amount uh but i think we're I don't know. I think there might be secrets to this one. I feel like I can only hope reason. there's got to yeah, be some stupid, uh, like cross over. Like there's a reason that this movie has been delayed so long, and it's, and not, and it has to do. I I assume that either they dropped the the Shang Chi trailer this week because um, something to do with it. Ha- like like something to do with the end of Falcon Winter Soldier and Shang-Chi a direct correlation like there is there's a reason they dropped it this week um, they did a similar thing when they were like you have to watch this week's episode of the Mandalorian before, before you, the rise of Skywalker before you see the mm-hmm. rise of Skywalker because it directly like has a thing that references back and it's like yeah. okay maybe the in two minutes of that and, and maybe in, in black widow with all the reshoots and stuff because they had to pivot all this stuff around um we could get some like i don't think loki will have anything to do with black widow personally um mm-hmm. based on like the fact that even before black widow uh like black widow's pushed supposed to come out in was it may was it supposed to come out in May and then it got pushed to July? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So like I before before they did all like this stuff, so like to to fix it up, but it was supposed to come out and then WandaVision was supposed to come out late 2020, like originally, and then uh, Falcon Winter Soldier was supposed to come out like last summer, and and like and, and Black Widow was supposed to be before both of those, so like they had a shuffle things around for sure anyway there are they all reference each other in some way i think based on like the material it's uh it's likely that black widow will lay seeds for like from what we saw in uh falcon winter soldier and what is like going to happen with uh shang chi and shang chi being like relevant to what right right before Falcon Winter Soldier finale 
like that's all relevant it's all it's all gonna come together and it's not gonna be an avengers movie where it all comes together basically is what i'm trying to say yeah so yeah it's cool that teaser is sick go watch it if you haven't like man i'm excited for that true true yeah yeah um i think it's going about that yeah aaron looks cool (laughs) what else is there to say i mean yeah i mean it looks like uh the cg looks pretty good which it probably should be by uh how far all these movies have been delayed this hopefully we'll see the best cgi we've ever seen in our in our lives with the amount of time they've been able to spruce it up yeah Uh, if that's necessarily how it works (laughs) well isn't it it's just like it's not really sometimes just all the like technology it's just kind of how much time you have i mean yeah but i'm not sure they necessarily gained any more time yeah fair enough fair enough yeah well it got delayed but that doesn't mean that they work on it for longer (laughs) or can't work on it for longer in a safe environment yeah yeah oh well looks cool i'm gonna go see it i'm not gonna see it in theaters because that movie says only in theaters it's totally definitely coming on on, oh they're they're gonna say only in theaters for all their stuff but like they're going to pivot like two months before and be like hey guys um actually you can like premium whatever the heck it's called on disney plus and pay 30 bucks and have it Mm -hmm. as a part of your library it's like cool thank you watch it in the comfort of your own home just say that and do it anyway because we know that it works like you can release it in the theater you can release it early in the theater but it's coming to disney plus like don't don't like day like not maybe not day one but it's going to be 30 bucks on disney plus relatively around the same time that it would go to theaters it's just still not completely safe to do that yet so why would you alienate your own audience just make it accessible just do that like what's wrong with you uh just say that just be pretty Mm -hmm. like clear about it well i remember i saw the trailer i know i remember i saw it like it had that at the very ending and i was like that's hopeful (laughs) like out loud (laughs) i was like (laughs) oh no it's all just like like uh i don't know it's some sort of uh mind game with like your expectations it is it's like i guess it's making people be hopeful like be excited to see this superhero movie in theaters when like oh. this superhero movie is going to make you feel happy because the world's being saved by superhero man oh i meant that's i meant it's helpful on like disney's part like it's like oh you well, guys think it's gonna be safe by that. yeah that, well that's what I, that's where i'm getting at like you're yeah. going to see this superhero man save world while you are in a now saved world where you can go to the movie theater and see this like that is the correlation i'm making i guess it's fine it's not gonna work out that way it's okay um i would have rather been more comfortable to go see godzilla vs kong in theaters where like in imax where i could just like view that uh like spectacle in all of its glory but you know i'll settle for my 4k monitor at home but Mm uh speaking of things that are coming to theaters faster than we would have expected 
So there were uh, set leaks for Sonic 2. Yeah. And yeah. so, I mean, spoilers if, for Sonic 2 if you're not looking forward to being spoiled for that children's film. Uh, okay, you've been warned. And Knuckles is in the film, apparently. So, yep. I mean, it's good to see that, like, uh, well, for anyone who's who doesn't have the picture in front of them, uh, they released, uh, like, kind of stand-ins models for all of the characters. And it looks like uh, they're pretty close to the dot of what, they're going to look like in the movie because the stand mm. that they have for Sonic is like beat for beat the one that they used in the first movie. Oh, it looks better than the one that they used in the first movie. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. The Sonic and, and the Tails look Honestly, and the, and seeing the them like as those like I assume uh what is it? Like life-size plastic statues. Yeah. It just looks better, like, because they're closer to how they would look in the games or in, like, other media that isn't trying to portray them as, like, furry creatures. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, so, I, think, I don't know. Like, it looks better than they would. I think, uh, I think it, it's cool that we do have kind of confirmation that they're not going to try to stray away from the original designs that much this time again uh, they learned their lesson after they had to yeah. put that movie uh back into the cgi hell yeah those i mean just had to work a double time on that thing yeah yeah i think it's it's a good thing that we're now just we're we're not gonna try to attempt that anymore and yeah. not give i mean knuckles. just give us what we want yeah i don't want to see i don't want to see knuckles have like veiny legs we made or, uh, knuckles look more like a real life echidna <laughs> no <laughs> no one wants that guys that, yeah, that I, would be such a poor move if you have like <laughs> game accurate like tails next to game accurate sonic and then you have uh, just a, an echidna right that, next this is a literal echidna <laughs> yeah that'd be so dumb uh yeah, so that's about it. There's, we don't really know anything else about it. Uh, I still think it's just going to be called Sonic the Hedgehog 2, with the two looking like Tails. I yeah. don't think it's going to be Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and Knuckles. Like, I, like that doesn't make any sense to me, personally. Like, it just sounds like a mouthful. Uh, Sonic and Knuckles, perfect for Sonic 3. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, yeah, we, but we're kind I mean, of a... We're either getting Metal Sonic or Shadow the Hedgehog. Like, why else? What else could we possibly? What else could they possibly think of doing? Personally? Yeah, I mean, we're kind of in a lucky point in the franchise where they haven't had to like reboot it yet. Uh, I mean, so... there's only been one movie. Well, yeah, I mean, like you, you tend to get those uh, subtitles uh, with like kind of movies that have been through the ringer before uh and luckily that's not the case for like most of the mcu movies but yeah you but like with batman apparently the rumored sequel title for the next uh the batman that's coming out is probably the come out yet i know but like i hope to god they don't and name the sequel this because it's I think it's the worst name 
for something I've heard in a while, and it's called Dark Vengeance. Oh, cool. It's just called <laughs> Dark Vengeance? It's not called Batman? No, it's called Dark- The Batman Dark Vengeance. Cool. That's really descriptive of what that movie is about. <laughs> the Dark it, Knight? I totally understand what that film's about. It's about Batman. Yeah. The Dark Knight Rises? Whoa. You know what? I think that I understand what that movie's about. The Batman Dark Vengeance. Um, oh. Well, that's... It sounds like the <laughs> fake. It sounds like the fake names in the boys for all the movies that they have. Like it'd be like, it, it really here does. comes Black Noir's new movie, Dark Vengeance. Yeah, that's what? so dumb. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. That sucks. Well, Sonic Hero, Sonic Two Heroes coming to theaters near you sometime. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, they really could just make a Sonic Heroes movie. That'd be rad. Uh, and then they're gonna make Sh- uh, a Sonic Three: Shadow the Hedgehog, or the oh. Shadow just the main character. He's That'd got. Be, he's awesome. got to be coming. He's got to be coming in three, right? Like, I mean, I it's know. either either it's gonna be Shadow or it's going to be Metal. Like, I would I would yeah. assume it'd be Metal before it'd be uh, Shadow, only because of like, I think. Like I, uh, having shadow might like connotate almost a two-part movie essentially like the movie where he is the bad guy and then the sequel where he becomes the good guy or like at the yeah. end of the first movie he becomes a good guy and the sec- the sequel is like him as the good guy right like so they already have to like line up two movies for that i yeah, i would really like one. i would really like if uh, sonic 2 is like Sonic and Tails, it's Sonic 3, basically. I wish, I I want Sonic and Tails to team up, and they're mm-hmm. mad at Knuckles, Knuckles is like, what's your beef, dude? I'm just a guy. Like, chill out. And then and Sonic's like, like you killed bitch. my family. And yeah. uh, Knuckles is like, I didn't have anything to do with that. You can't just treat all echidnas like this. And then Sonic and Tails realize their ways. And then... Realize that, they're racist? Nice. Yeah, I guess so. It's Final Fantasy X. Um, pretty much <laughs> uh and then uh after they come to the conclusion that they're wrong uh like we wish so many adults would uh eggman is like fine knuckles if i can't trick you into beating the this uh blasted hedgehog i'll use my secret weapon a metal. clone of sonic. metal sonic will be the uh the villain uh like the ultimate bad guy that they have to fight at the end of sonic 2 sonic 3 because they've defeated metal, obviously. God. Uh, it sounds like. Wait a minute. Did you just describe the plot to Batman vs Superman? Rob, do not invoke <laughs> his name. Uh, I'm not invoking <laughs> that terrible man's name. Yeah. So the next <laughs> one will be Sonic versus Shadow, Dawn of Heroes, and <laughs> and then there'll be a second. There'll be a spinoff movie after Sonic Three, uh, which that'll be the third movie. Uh, would be like Sonic and Shadow fighting each other, but then teaming up at the end to fight Eggman or whatever. But, um, uh, but in in the fourth Sonic the Hedgehog uh, franchise movie, it's actually going to be a uh, Shadow the Hedgehog origin story movie, and then uh, Shadow will come back in. Uh, it I don't. It'll just be called. It'll just be full title Sonic Heroes, and that's going to be the Avengers style film. I'm gonna the first movie come out it came out in 2019 okay damn oh no it didn't it came out at the beginning of 2020 
February fourteenth, twenty twenty. Oh really? Yeah, oh, yeah, so yeah. You're right. Yeah, I was. And that was not long of, ago. That it feels really, like forever ago. Yeah, yeah. It was only a year ago, and I assume that Sonic Two is coming out in twenty twenty two, like probably right around the same time. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure they said twenty twenty two, right? Yeah, like in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited. I mean, it's yeah. So no, I'm dumb. excited too, and like even just thinking about like possible sequels gets me excited also yeah. because like. Yeah from what i've seen from the first movie like they can do it well and if they learn anything from that movie they are gonna do it better this time and like yeah give literally every sonic fan like the movie that they want because they deserve it it's, and like there's so much to go on and like so many possibilities to like make this into like an actual franchise that works well and is like received well by everybody yeah it's like be, like now that they've changed the design it's otherwise still pretty respectful for like the personality of sonic in my opinion yeah and it's also just like doing its own thing and not taking it very seriously it like it mm. knows what it is but it's yeah. not all it's also not like yeah this guy he's a plumber and he lives in brooklyn and his name is mario mario <laughs> and his and like this other guy who doesn't look anything like luigi at all he's luigi and then, and then we're gonna go we're gonna and go then, to this dystopian dinosaur evolved yeah universe. like it's not like they're just like using these elements and doing this like insane like like thing they're just you know taking the what what was that i heard that too like <laughs> did your cat like just cry out what happened there someone sneezed in the background sorry uh anyway yeah you get you get the point i'm trying to make uh all right moving on uh probably quicker than everything else we talked about uh jeff kaplan the uh game director for overwatch leaves blizzard so uh i know that uh, know why he's just done after 19 years he's like i'm i'm going like i'm seeing uh seeing uh better stuff different things it's been great catch you later okay i'm surprised after overwatch it took this long i'm like (laughs) i'm i hope that he is well and finds himself well in the future because so many of uh or so much of what overwatch was especially in the beginning uh he put himself as out there as like you know the guy who is making these like addresses and like update patches or whatever and like trying to inform people and like he took the brunt of like so much of the hate that would yeah. come it For like real. is yeah feels so bad but uh yeah it is crazy to think that he's like not gonna be there anymore yeah i don't know like i don't know like i mean obviously there's more talented people at blizzard than just jeff kaplan but i'm kind of just like I was semi like into Overwatch for like everything that it was doing and as like the game is developed and like the feedback uh like they turned like they kind of it's kind of been like watered down a lot from what it originally was I guess and I mean they've handled a lot of like they've put out a lot of fires too but then like they announced Overwatch 2 and it's hard to get like confident about these things of like wh- like just justifying why it exists and all this stuff and then the like director is leaving the company 
before that game comes out. It's not like it, it's not a good like. Um, yeah, it just it just makes me feel like oh man, I was already iffy about Overwatch two, and I was putting a lot of like like I was mm-hmm. like putting a lot of faith in Jeff to figure it out and like convince me, but now Jeff's like leaving. Sorry, Jeff, that we're on a first name basis like this, but uh, uh Mr. Know, Kaplan, you're... if you prefer. Uh, you're always talking about how you and Jeff hang out, and it's it's getting it's bugging us. Well, I used to have a roommate, not this Jeff, but a different Jeff. Um, oh, I, oh, how many Jeffs are there now, Blaze? Well, I only have one Jeff that uh, I'm friends with. Jeff Kaplan, I'm not personally acquainted with, but uh, you know, he made me. Now, feel now you're lying to me. Great. All the, uh, wow. All of his outreach with, especially that, uh, the, like him sitting in front of the Christmas fire for a million years. That was really funny. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, no, I'm just like worried about uh, Overwatch 2 and if it will like be what they're promising it will be or better than that. Mm. I don't know. I'm just, like, I was hopeful and now I'm like not really expecting anything and that kind of bums me out. But yeah, I do hope for the best for his future and what he makes in the future. I assume that he's gonna make more stuff because mm-hmm. uh, it's cool. He he does a good job. Like he has fun with it. He takes responsibility when there needs to be uh, someone responsible for this thing. I don't know. It's cool. Good luck out there, dude. Also, Activision is killing Blizzard, which that sucks so hard to see. Yeah, I was about to say there. <laughs> is and have been in the recent past so many problems with blizzard that it's like kind of even difficult to quantify yeah it, it's just like we know we know it's activision we yeah like, straight up so oh well you win some you live long enough to see yourself become the villain anyway <laughs> That's it for the news we're going to cover this week or whatever. It took a million hours to get there. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. You forgot the most important thing. Oh, the uh, Rock'em Sock'em Robot movie with Vin Diesel? Yes. Is that what you were going to talk about, really? Yes. Okay, yeah. They already made that with uh, with Hugh Jackman. It's called they Real did. Steel. They did. I, that always that confused true. me why they didn't just call it Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Because they don't want to pay for the rights. True it's like enough. why uh, yeah. that movie uh, Battleship game. wasn't called Battleship. Yeah, true. But you, they tried making a serious <laughs> Battleship movie, and then they were like, you know, we're going to call this Real Steel because it's totally not Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Yeah, yeah but in the better. Uh, board game awesome. cinematic universe. That would have been <laughs> sick. I can't wait for Monopoly. Yeah. Oh, God. Monopoly I can't wait for the uh, murder mystery charades. <laughs> they already made clue they already made clue true. they did and they were talking about rebooting it for a while we don't need that we have knives out there we, we do we do oh god man can you imagine like the serious like industrial drama of monopoly where you just have this man grow into the monopoly man and yeah. he just becomes bitter and sad yeah it's reason. called robocop <laughs> which speaking of which it's a movie about a man who every year on his birthday he gets two hundred dollars and at first that was awesome and then he grows up and realizes that two hundred dollars isn't that much and he can no longer get by yeah 
you cannot uh, pass go. <laughs> yeah, um, well, well, the big thing that we should look for. Do you think that very quick? Do you think Vin Diesel is playing one of the Rock'em Sock'em robots, or do you think he's playing a guy who is playing Rock'em Sock'em robots? No, he's definitely the guy who plays it. Okay. He's going to be like the trainer for the Rock'em Sock'em robot that he finds in the trash, and then he's going to train it with his daughter <laughs> character, and they're going to form an emotional connection as uh, the robot learns to Sock'em on his own, and, and he's he will fight able- the other robots, and you know, he was a training robot, so he knows how to take a beating. And uh, he's one of the family now. <laughs> yeah, and then Thank they get you. to the um, final boss, who is uh, the reigning champ. And uh, we've never seen his face the whole movie. And then he steps out into the Rock'em Sock'em ring, and it's uh, The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> and Vin Diesel was like, you know, I had a feeling you used to be something like family to me. <laughs> and then the rock would be like, "I don't know what the fuck you're talking about." Yep. Don't you remember me from the other movies? You're like, Vin, do you realize that how movies work? But he's family, and you know. And then Vin Diesel, he like closes his eyes, looks down, and he opens them back up, and they're like bright blue, and he just becomes Chronicles <laughs> of Riddick. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, okay, that's enough of Vin Diesel. Which now we're we're pivoting from uh, uh, dunking on like the Snyderverse stuff to talking about only Vin Diesel in the Fast movies. Uh, it's just a, we need to get we need to get it out of our system. The I'm seasons sorry. of Echo Screen podcast is all I gotta say. Uh, okay, so I for whatever reason had like the inkling to watch old 80s movies so uh i was like i've never seen robocop do you guys want to watch robocop and uh we watched robocop that is what he said and that is exactly i had no expectations i literally didn't know anything about robocop other than like i've seen his design and i knew he was Mm -hmm. a character that like i did not know why he would fit into mortal Kombat as a character and yeah. then <laughs> and then you saw the movie and then i saw the movie and i was like oh no it totally makes sense and then i like also saw the movie and I'm like wow this is really dark and really like mm-hmm. interesting for a 80s film to be like this um like the way they were talking about and like how they thought like like about capitalism i guess because that's like really what it what it's about at the end of the day like mm. it was really it felt like wow i'm surprised this came out in the 80s when we're still like really in the like the throes of talking about this right now so you know that's just strange i kind of want to know how the 2014 robocop addresses this stuff and like how what it has to say about it it's kind of more of a superhero yeah it's just more of a superhero movie Cool, they kinda... I totally got didn't they totally missed the point i guess <laughs> well, th- luckily um neil blomkamp the guy who was behind uh district nine uh elysium and he was trying to do that uh aliens three redo mm. um he is now working on robocop returns which is supposed to be like in the grand tradition of movies that are sequels now it's throwing out all the other sequels and it's reinstating itself as the sequel uh, to the original movie. The true so sequel. This, cool. Yeah. 
So this is going to be hopefully going back to the vein of RoboCop 1. Interesting. Well, yeah. I thought nice. the film was really interesting. I liked the film quite a bit. I thought the production value was also pretty high for what was like an R-rated like film at the time. Like I was surprised the um there was like what stop motion work in there. That was pretty yeah. cool and interesting. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. The movie has a lot going on thematically. It talk it like has a lot of like subtext in it. It felt very like narratively rich. Things about the world felt thought out. The world felt uh like it really did feel realistic in the fantastic situation of like a corporation is like able to to do these things, especially to people. Also someone I guess spoilers for RoboCop. Um, some dude just literally gets murdered in a like uh, executive board meeting, and no one's re- no one's really like that upset about it. Yeah, they're just like they're just like it's a shame. They're just like more annoyed that like like mm-hmm. of the. Uh, like the robot the money, going the, the money that they're gonna lose there i mean that and that's mm. real very real like obviously like that's real like no one at the end of the day at a certain level uh your morals go away because like there's money to be made and i wish that wasn't true but that's the way the world is um yeah. which the truly uh like the truly financially successful people at a certain point they i don't i don't think it's like a really uh um like far a, reach like a, yeah i don't think it's a far reach thank you rob to to say that statement uh with confidence but i mean hey everyone's on the internet and they all have an opinion so that's mine uh yeah disturbing very disturbing especially like for the 80s again i say so yeah. that's cool the technology though totally dumb stupid <laughs> they did not think big enough with like that i Damn. it's like it's it's kind Which of one hard in particular to, is the it stupid stu- tracker like oh how do we tra- like how do we track we have this custom individual tracking device for i don't remember uh, this for robocop like and they pass it around to everyone it's like we know exactly where it'll be blah 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 it's also like um hey uh i mean living in a post cell phone world like the post iphone <laughs> world like obviously that seems stupid to have like an individualized tracker, but like no one like could possibly fathom the, uh, the whole like, Oh yeah, we have just phones in our pockets that connect to this thing called the internet. Cause that just, it's like, uh, living in a non-linked system like future is like kind of what like that future was like, you look at all the, like these alternate futures where, the internet internet did not develop the way that we have modern internet um, it just became more of just like computing yeah. than it did like kind of being an extension of it's things like, yeah. that we do basically yeah like each individual device was used as its own individual device for its own purpose there wasn't like a one like like even like communicators from star trek to use as an example they don't work the way that like our phones do like and even like apple watches or whatever like none of that like that being a concept 
was just like a little bit beyond like that is science fiction in those shows that we have like these devices that can do all this stuff comparatively anyway it's just interesting like that was an alternate future if this didn't develop in this way Mm. so that's fine um i really enjoyed the film and uh way more brutal than i ever expected it to be personally yeah, i thought it was like a kids movie and i was oh, wrong no. yeah i was i thought <laughs> oh, yeah. i thought robocop was just some like guy like just some superhero guy i did not know like when you guys were talking about all this stuff uh i was just like and then like the movie would go on i was like oh i did not expect that at all so it was super brutal super uh super cool great watch and then we watched uh, escape from new york which uh oh wait hold on wait do you guys have anything to say about robocop i know it wasn't your first time watching it so aaron i mean not really no oh okay well, i just uh, thought I mean, i'd give I, you a chance i yeah, thought it was like, uh yeah i i i had seen most of it i hadn't seen it past uh the part where uh spoilers i guess where uh he's told that he's a product and he can't attack the executives and Hmm. so i had i didn't know how it ended from that point um so yeah uh i thought it was it was pretty cool um i i feel i feel bad because i've heard the sequels don't really live up to the first one Uh, but hopefully when we return to that with RoboCop Returns, that they'll be able to make more with that universe. Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's cool. All right, so we'll get to a movie that was actually, it's an older film by a few years than RoboCop, Escape from New York. I believe it stars Kurt Russell. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so basic premise of this film uh sometime in 81 i believe new york city the entire city is walled off and turned into like a prison turned into a citywide prison yeah and like uh the military and the police force are one and the same to monitor this giant jail um really doesn't go beyond much of that apparently uh so the the president's plane gets hijacked it crashes into the city jail the president is like there and there's some like what nuclear codes that are on this cassette tape that they have to get back within this like really strict time limit mm. is that what the movie's about yeah yeah pretty much it's, okay so this it's, guy named snake pliskin i believe his name is Yep. who has an eye patch and is literally like shot for shot it's, he is like the protagonist he is just solid snake like like kojima based solid snake off of this yeah. guy and i believe even like the movie is, like plot is a loose like uh basis for metal like the whole metal gear franchise um it's ridiculous in every way <laughs> So this guy basically gets bombs like implanted into his neck suicide squad style. And he's like, if you don't, and like, they're like, if you don't come back within like 22 hours, within 15 minutes of like this timer, 
you're you're gonna die like these will explode the like the major arteries in your like in your head and you will die um and he was like take him out and he's like we can't take him out you gotta go do the job and so he goes and does this job and then the rest of the movie is really like uh hard to to perceive that this like that everything is like really solidly thought out i guess it's kind of like way more spectacle than it is like a like a real believable world um in a lot of ways but it was like entertaining for the most part i like seeing uh the character snake do a bunch of stuff and look cool but i don't necessarily like like everything else in that movie is just like stupid (laughs) it's like really dumb uh there's a lot of things that just don't make any sense and uh it's just like really 80s movie i don't know it doesn't really it didn't stick with me as well as robocop did there's not really a lot of subtext it just like i don't know it's just like a series of things that like don't really lead up to this impactful thing but he uh he does the thing he gets he he's just like like a cool guy character and uh what do you guys think have you guys seen this movie before i believe you have rob right yes and uh aaron have you seen it before nope you never saw it before nope okay um i mean I think it's it's a very kind of uh, I don't think prototypical is the word. Um, it it definitely sets the stage for a lot that has come, like the fact that we reference so much, like to the mo- to the most obvious with like Snake Plissken being just directly Snake Plissken, um, to like little things well this isn't a little thing but like the whole bombs in the neck is a suicide squad thing and i wouldn't be surprised if somebody in the writer's room in dc saw this movie and then was like guys i know how we're gonna do this uh but i think i think there is like as we were watching it there's like stuff that we had to like uh check the dates for and be like okay which movie came first here because there were like little things all about it I think it's yeah, a collect- it was very like Mad Max. Um, when you think of Mad Max, like like the uh, dystopian nature and like on a, I don't even know what like which which is the one with like the uh, the Thunderdome, like that one. Uh, I think it's called Mad Max Mad and Max the Th- Thunderdome. Yeah, oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, it, like it made me think a lot it's of the like, third one, Mad yeah. Max, but it which like. It did not. It was like, I think it was doing that first before that. Yeah, it was doing Mad Max because basically the first movie is just like the world is kind of lawless, but it's not like you don't see people dressed up in leather and all that. You you get kind of a very normal-ish looking world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in the second one, they go to like bondage stores to get the... Uh, get the costuming and like they go to 
like kind of nice. dick sporting goods to like kind of fill the rest of it out like it's just a kind of mishmash of like kind of like kind of stuff people would find in the uh aftermath of a world or like just kind of people go into their extremes um but what do you call it it's just uh yeah i think with that said like i think it sets up a lot of good ideas that is carried out in kind of more fulfilled ways i feel like this movie is just a lot of good ideas um yeah some, it's, it's like a lot of good ideas thrown together in yeah. a hodgepodge that like like it makes like it doesn't necessarily make any sense but it works as like the yeah. film that they're they've made and i can totally see how it inspired everything around it yeah but i don't like but in and of itself because of like the things that it inspired i've seen those i've seen the iterations of it it itself wasn't as impressive as i expected it to be if that's yeah like that makes any sense i'm not saying it's bad i'm just saying that a lot of it compared pun- to what we to yeah, what we like, have now and all a lot that, of it's, it's just... punch was like taken out of it because i've already seen everything that has iterated upon it and has like refined those i like those fledgling ideas i guess in a yeah. better more consistent way so yeah. yeah i i'm i'm really interested like i kind of want to go back to it now because I remember uh, watching the sequel, uh, Escape from L.A., and a lot of people say, like, that one is, like, worse than this one. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I actually remember having, like, more like, oh, that's, oh, that goes together pretty well. I I feel like there's, I'm forgetting something that was in it that was, like, horribly outdated. But The uh, the main character in that one's name is Raiden. Uh, I'd actually yeah, really yeah. like, really like if they remade Escape from New York in like the modern day, and they cast um, what's his name, uh, the uh, the uh, John Walker uh, guy. Yeah, his son. Uh, yeah, Kurt I actually, son. I think I sent you a news article about that, like on Instagram or something. Uh, they they just actually had an interview with him recently and he he was totally polite about it and they when they asked him like would you consider doing snake pluskin and he was like ah i think that's a no for me because i i mean it's kind of like he said it's kind of career suicide to (laughs) kind of to try to emulate that because it, people are going to draw comparisons and oh, snake pluskins snake pluskins is my dad's role and it's like it's going to be hard to emulate i feel like you need to go in a new direction with it and right. and i you know recently yeah. he what was it the plan was they were going to do a reboot with emily blunt as huh. snake pluskin that's fine i don't want to see that but what i want to <laughs> see is oscar isaac play snake Plissken. that would be really cool uh joke he's is that he's already playing Solid yeah, snake <laughs> yeah i know i know uh, okay that cool. one's uh jordan Voigt roberts is doing that too right i don't know i, I have no idea i don't uh, know the, any of this stuff 
I'll check it out, but uh, same guy who did um, Kong Skull Island and is, I don't think we talked about this, uh, the Gundam movie on Netflix. Oh, yes, the Gundam yeah. movie on Netflix. The movie that has good things so much, going on with so the production, yeah. but it's also on Netflix, which yeah. is an immediate demotivator for a lot Aaron, of people. Aaron, have you heard about this? Nope. Okay, You've so never making, heard of it? They're making a live-action Gundam movie. Netflix has the rights to it. The director is the director of Kong Skull Island. and It's I being believe, penned by yeah, the, the Brian K. Vaughn. Brian K. Vaughn of comics book fame. If you've heard of Saga, that's like his his big one that mm-hmm. everyone loves. He's, so. he's also done... He did an acclaimed thing. Like They based the Doctor Strange movie on his run on Doctor Strange mm-hmm. and he's I'm trying to think what else he did. He did something really big. Oh, Why the Last Man, if you've ever uh, heard yes. of that. Which does not age well at all. But uh, I, I've heard that. Yeah. It does, it has a really uh has a really particular view of how men and women are. Uh ha, yeah. cough cough uh wonder egg priority cough cough. Um Ooh. <laughs> I, I was I was gonna go back and look and read it just to be like oh I'm sure like if, if you put it, your head in the right area with it and understand it was a different time when you said Wonder Egg priority I was like okay maybe I'm not gonna go back. This is the uh, this is like the uh, <laughs> the part of the podcast if it was like a comic book or like an anime or something this would be like the flashback scene where it's like previously we talked about Wonder Egg priority in this way <laughs> and it would directly reference like exactly the panels or scenes where we talked about how it was bad um, oh i yeah, thought you were saying i thought you were saying the, it was like dragon ball z where it'd be like blaze talked about uh yeah, wonder a awesome priority announcer man that's great <laughs> uh yeah previously on uh so that's a thing uh that's cool i mean i'm excited for uh it to be good and I'm ba- I'm really like, just man, that's gonna suck, eggs, dude. Like, <laughs> that's not gonna yeah. end up well. Gundam so. or Gundam, Gundam. I I'm 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 sixty percent hopeful. Well, uh, I mean, hey, let's see how Cowboy Bebop <laughs> comes out. <laughs> that's true. We've gotta we gotta see oh. if the problem is always gonna be Netflix here, because like yeah. No matter who you bring to it, like if it's gonna be bad, but I I don't know. I I really like Jordan 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 Voigt Roberts, and uh, yeah, I think hopefully he he'll be able to beat the odds here. But um, yeah, just I'm hoping and praying. <laughs> uh, sp- speaking of which. Um... I know I just said Cowboy Bebop. I watched, I finished the original anime watching through it, it again, besides the movie. Um, and uh, I watched through it, and I don't know if it was Anthony who was on the podcast and he said some stuff that was like pretty spoilery. I had already seen the series, but um, there's this, uh, I guess, spoilers for Cowboy Bebop. There's like, huge two factions of of uh of people on the internet who like and i guess people that exist in general who have seen cowboy up and have like opinions about it and it's like the same way that people are like 
uh, talk about like theories they have for stuff. But there's factions of, of people on the internet, uh, basically as old as the modern internet, that are like, okay, spoilers for Cowboy Bebop. I'm saying it again, just to make it very clear. Um, Rob, mm-hmm. I believe you're the only one that hasn't seen Cowboy Bebop. Uh, it's just fire away. Uh, I'm prob- okay. It's probably going to take me a while before I see it. <laughs> so, again, there's two factions on the internet who believe two different things. There's one faction that uh, believes that Spike Spiegel, the main character of, of the, the series, um, there's a faction that believes he dies. He is uh, at the end of the series. And then there is a faction that believes that he does not die at the end of the th- at the end of the series and these um beliefs stem from the movie order like the order you watch the movie in and also a blatant disregard for the subtext in the show <laughs> um so after okay so i watched it before i was like guy who can who has learned to see like the things between the lines like what they're doing with the narrative devices and like all of the information within the scenes that are connecting the pieces together to like show you in like like what is like what is happening with like the uh the message written between the lines instead of like saying or making it very clear that something like that a definitive thing has happened they're making definitive statements with those like with that background information yeah um if, you, if you're paying attention like just strictly if you're paying attention to like there is a margin of like like if you watch it and you don't see all that background detail you can you can be like oh no he's totally like like he, he totally someone could have saved him but based on like the like not understanding that he like based on if you just don't know that to not under, like and you can't understand that you think you can think that there's that vagueness to it but if you do understand you do see all like these things mm-hmm. that they're doing it is very definitive that that guy dies yeah <laughs> like, 100% <laughs> uh like no doubt there's yeah like i when i first watched it i didn't not know so i didn't like and then i also like didn't know that there's this whole like thing on the internet where people are like in the he dies or that he doesn't die faction yeah i didn't even know about that until recently because it's yeah like what it's <laughs> so dumb and i'm also like scared that the netflix show is gonna like do something i'll leave it more open-ended yeah like i mean i assume that they're gonna boil it down because that's what kind of what they do um even if mm. they're super faithful i just assume so but it works better if it's more tragic anyway um yeah they use these like they basically do this thing where uh where the character dies that is like very close to spike i'll be very like vaguer about it and like these birds fly like they like cross like paths like as this character dies these birds fly into the air and it's like do they cry no are Um, they doves yes basically so Um, it's not like when doves cry i don't understand the reference that you're making yeah i I should have said it's what not what it sounds like when doves cry fuck 
Okay. I don't continue. get it. <laughs> I don't understand. It's a, it's a Prince song, okay? Continue. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, you're too old for my uh, brain right now. Anyway, uh, yeah, so there's that thing. And then when Spike dies, he gets shot a lot. He gets shot a lot uh, and slashed as well. Um, yeah. When he dies, these birds fly like over him. Like, they fly across the screen like they did in that previous scene when that character is actually dead. Mm. And then the camera slowly moves out, and it continues to move out. And then it changes perspective, and it's looking up at the sky. And it's slow, like, as the credits are rolling, it slowly goes into the sky and goes into the sky and goes into the sky until it's in space. And then the series, the last, <laughs> like, the last image that you see is black and white. Of, of spike's like face it's pretty definitive that that guy yeah. is dead <laughs> like it's pretty definitive that his soul went into space and essentially you know how uh you know how uh, i know that that's an effective way to communicate to people who are paying attention and to not me apparently from a couple years ago who wasn't fully paying attention i guess uh it's really clear that I've seen that, like, people have used that before and have ripped off, like, since. And the funniest thing that you probably will hear is that they use this in a Pokemon movie to communicate that a Pokemon died. Oh, true. (laughs) (laughs) So, there's that. Uh, And, like, after I saw that, I was like, oh... Yeah, there's no there's no margin for like discourse about that at all. Like that is just what happened. Yeah, like what know. the heck? Um so that's sad. like even if <laughs> they don't show it as like realistic as the show has been prior to that in every single episode, the dude got a shot like a lot and then you get his like like you just think about it and then you got like slashed across the abdomen like a samurai like yeah like that dude is not coming back from that like and that there's like it's not some magical anime they're gonna like pop a fucking sensu bean in his (laughs) mouth and he's gonna come back to life it's like no this is like the real world and he fucking died that was the whole like uh and like they spend a lot of time as well like saying that like he is dead you're going on a suicide mission like you are literally going to die Mm. and you shouldn't do this because it's only going to lead one way and the character is like i don't have anything to live for so i need to do this anyway it's like i should have been dead a long time ago and now i'm just fulfilling that like it's you know it is uh it is it sets up a character who did not like the like his arc is basically like him just like living his life freely but him not having any passion for it and as soon as like he finds like new passion for it his old life comes back to him and uh he needs to he like he it needs to uh, face the music basically yeah in order to to like leave that new thing that he got in a like whole essentially he needs to leave it which mm. in a set in like effect leaves a huge gaping hole in like that the lives of every one of the new like of the new people but you know 
that's not the story that's being told. The yeah. story is being told of, of that, and it's very effective. Cowboy Bebop's still one of the greatest pieces of media of all time. Just yeah, end of line. 100%. So wonderful wonderful uh, i suggest even if even if uh you've never seen the series and even if you know where it's going based on listening to that it's still worth watching because you'll never like you don't expect from what you see for it to go to that like to get to that point i don't think so anyway uh we watched the second episode of the world ends with you anime uh personally i felt that it was very effective on communicating like um information about the characters and it is definitely taking a different pace than the game obviously we talked about that last week but it's uh it's taking like a different pace and communicating like different character development and like arcs in a lot more concise and effective manner obviously because it doesn't have to span it out over gameplay like and like hours of gameplay and whatever um mm-hmm but it's also adding depth to the characterization and dynamic between characters that I did not expect on the first um, episode after the first episode, I thought they removed a lot of the edge and like angst from like Neku's character. And they actually put that back in or recontextualized it. And it made a lot more sense. It was more, more rich than I expected them to do based on Mm -hmm. that first episode. And same with, shiki uh her character and like the explanation for her character and i was like really psyched when because aaron and i watched it together when you like got like you got it like when they like got to the uh twist basically you were like yeah like i heard the audible like oh like yeah that was sick because like when i when i first experienced it back in like 08 um i was just like that's awesome like that's sick so yeah they do a really good job of like uh yeah like making the world make sense essentially and um like leaving some of it up to mystery but like when you understand what is happening and like how it's getting to that point like you're like kind of rethink everything that happened before almost Mm -hmm. which is like always a nice uh feeling to have like going back and like thinking about the previous episode and it's like oh okay so that like makes sense now and it's like i feel like that's probably gonna be a recurring thing that happens as we watch the show yeah there's a lot of um mystery and like subterfuge to the whole thing which i don't think you'd expect from the outside mm-hmm. from like just looking at it from like a trailer or anything and that's why it's oh yeah for sure it's so rich when you get into it because it is Mm-hmm. It, be, it you don't expect it to be like clue or knives out but actually it is um yeah and that's because like the world is like so vibrant yeah. and rich and they just very much drop you in it expecting you to fully believe that this is just the way that things are because that's like usually how like anime or like other types of media that take place in like otherworldly mm-hmm. places like expect you to believe like all right this is just how the way that things are but like they as you go into the series you figure out like oh this is just like the real world and like they're as confused as we are yeah it's good it's effective uh it's written it's written well and i think it's pretty accessible for um non-anime people as well um oh yeah for sure and 
additionally, we were complaining about like the animation last episode. I don't know why. The animation looks like it, it still has like you can tell like there's lower budget for certain scenes, but it's like mm-hmm. significantly less bad. Um, like, I don't know why it's so much less bad with like the scenes that they've shown. Maybe it's because they're um, doing less like like they are doing like a bit more like less action to, to like than the first yeah. episode. But this episode was like when they did do action, it was better animated for the most part yeah Um, i think it's because it like they had the action there but it wasn't entirely focused on like making it a spectacle it was more so like a vehicle for them to move the story forward uh um which is you know as it should be i think yeah um when you get down to like the roots of this story that they're trying to tell in particular for real um now that you're like not just like watching this expecting it to be like okay good guys fight bad guys and like they start the story and it's like oh stuff is like actually happening for real maybe i should pay attention (laughs) yep yeah actually uh we're recording this on wednesday the 21st of uh of april but tomorrow the 22nd is earth day and in 2000 earth day in 2008 april 22nd 2008 that's when the game came out in the U.S. And I remember because I went after school oh, snap. to the mall to pick up my copy of this game. And then I immediately went to uh, the movie theater afterward and saw, um, I believe it was just Disney's Earth or whatever. And it's just like a nature documentary film that like... Oh, wasn't that the one that came out after like uh, Planet Earth? Yeah. Essentially? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like their like rip off of it. Basically, yeah. And I saw that. <laughs> I, I got my that. anime game and then I like that I like was so hyped for. Went and saw that movie and then I remember staying up like super late playing my DS Lite um, and just like... Hell yeah. Man, those were the days. And I that was like the game i played i believe right after i played crisis core because they both of those games came out around the same time yeah so man that was the time to be alive for sure i had uh the classic teenager uh basement room it was sick (laughs) (laughs) nice yeah man those were the days uh wait basement room did you like move everything into the basement or was it Dif- always that different house case? i lived in upstate new york um and, okay and uh yeah it's where i was like i think i was in ninth grade of high school or something oh it's been so long yeah uh, i did i did a similar thing except uh you've seen my basement right yeah i think so um it i tried moving stuff down there which is a bad move because my basement is haunted as all shit. Awesome. So, like, it looks like, nice. uh, it looks, it just looks bad. It just looks like, uh, their snake's gonna be descending from the ceiling at any second. Um, That's just a new friend, dude. <laughs> I know. True. I really, you know what? I really should have just committed. You're right. Uh, I mean, not one of my I, friends, because snakes freak me out, but you, they can be your oh, friend. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Well, now you guys can't be friends. I have like. Mean? Of... We watched a whole movie about a snake. <laughs> uh, uh... Yeah, I don't get it. Um, uh, 
Are you talking about like uh Yeah, I figured you wouldn't. Are you talking about wait, I'm trying to make a stupid joke about uh oh wait, Ryan the Last Dragon, haha. I'm so, that didn't work. Yes, yeah. I understand. Escape from New York Snake. Solid snake. A snake Let's with uh, no arms. Which is a snake. Let's just move. Uh, <laughs> just, just, just fucking move on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so... Okay, we're running out of time. Because we're not having another two-hour episode. So let's let's do this quick. Rob, unfortunately, you're not going to talk about uh, Persona 5 Royale this week. Okay. Damn, got him. Uh, Rob and I watched the first episode of a three-episode uh, docuseries about Sasquatch... On Hulu, it's a Hulu original, and, uh, and let me let me preface with this. I'm just like <laughs> sitting in my chair on my computer, checking my email, and I get this stupid ad for Hulu because they want me to come back, and they're like, "We'll give you a free month of Hulu, to come back." And I'm like, I get these like once a week probably, and you know, it's it's like annoying. I could totally unsubscribe, whatever. I'm not gonna subscribe to Hulu. There's no reason to subscribe to Hulu right now, and what got me was in like the tight like the subject line it was like Sasquatch original series. And I was like what do you what do you mean? I have to know more. And so I click the link and it's like uh, a docuseries about Sasquatch killing three people in the nineties, a true crime documentary. And I'm like, what? the heck is this and so i like immediately get my free month of hulu <laughs> you see i didn't hear that yeah part where no, you had to I subscribe had, i had to save this part of the story for the podcast and so i immediately okay after- <laughs> i have to ask how in okay he, for all of you who are listening in he has brought up bigfoot in small ways all throughout like our entire friendship yeah but i have no idea how extreme this obsession with bigfoot is so please tell me about it so anyway so uh once i subscribed and got my free month of uh of hulu (laughs) and what i should really just call bigfoot tv um i uh i immediately was like okay i want to watch this but maybe i should like ask someone else if they want to watch it with me and so I immediately text Rob, uh, and I'm like, Rob, hey, there's this Bigfoot uh, docuseries on uh, on Hulu. Do you want to watch it with me or something? I said it in, like, a different way, but that was essentially... No, you said, like, <laughs> you told me that, like, Hulu specifically targeted me yeah, for... Yeah, the algorithm at but, Hulu. Bigfoot, but you, like, you separated it into, like, three... Te- text with all caps like letters yeah i like added rob every single time individually i said there's a true crime docuseries on hulu in all caps about bigfoot in all caps and then how does the algorithm uh and also the people at hulu know me so well uh to send me that that (laughs) like email and then um and i also commented that it's a shame that they didn't call it squatch watch I I feel bad that is the name of this podcast, but um, oh hey, it's it's only been a year. We could totally change the name. <laughs> we don't have any products or money involved, so we could just change all of the things to uh, Squatch Watch. Uh, no, but like 
Yeah, um, so, and then I replied, I was like, it feels like you want me to watch it with you, and you're like, oh, if you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, basically. Oh, God. So, uh, I'm trying to think of the broad strokes of what we watched. Um, uh, so, we watched it, and, like, the first thing that, I, that uh, we watched the first episode of a three-episode series. The first episode, like, the first Ten, like five seconds of the the show it has this card that says like phone like footage and voice like voice uh clips from this film have been like have either been um altered or uh, recreated to to um protect the like the integrity or like privacy of the people involved and so i basically just say so it's fake it's all fake <laughs> and then we watched uh 45 minutes of this these uh this like uh investigative journalist like going in about this experience that happened to him and how he has to get to the bottom of it and the Which... uh, spoilers for the end of the episode uh they basically are like uh you better not get too involved in this i have a family to protect you should watch your back basically oh, like and i'm just like yeah so bigfoot's gonna kill that guy like he's gonna, he's just gonna kill that guy. So, you know, uh, I when I was younger, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Uh, like I uh, don't know what I, what I want to do right now. Haha. Ha, when I'm older, joking. I do want to know. I do know what I want to do. But the the more of a joke. Before I knew like where to aim, like for a college or whatever, I looked up like weird degrees, like what I could just get a job in. And one of those things was cryptozoology. And I believe there's only one college, or at the time there was only like one college where there was like a minor in cryptozo cryptozoology, if I'm not mistaken. Um, didn't ever uh, pursue it, obviously. But I've always had like a fascination with myths and monsters and all that, uh, like all those other things. I'm really like, it's like, I know that it's all like dumb garbage but i also like think it's really fascinating though it's like kind of the way that people are so into like horoscopes and stuff it's not that i like believe that it's real it's that it's entertaining to me so i got yeah, like wrestling i yeah i get a kick out of it it's like Umbra. it's awesome yeah no i do like wrestling shout out yeah, to uh to uh yeah. my old roommates in vermont haha -ha. Who got me into wrestling, actually. But, um, yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. You can personally thank them if you ever meet them. Um, which I believe they listen to this podcast, so haha. -ha. Um, yeah. No, that's cool. I pretty much expected, uh, beat for beat how this, uh, first episode would go based on, like, yeah. all the stuff that I have that's watched previously, but that's the thing like this it's strangely tame yeah for the most part like i i expected much crazier shit it's really just this. if it wasn't bigfoot it would just be like any other thing but because it's bigfoot it's weird like that's literally yeah. it it's like i i would say i'm very interested the guy that uh they introduced to us as kind of the main narrator and kind of like all that he he was like an investigative journalist that like kind of would infiltrate like kind of uh, hate groups uh, in the past and like kind of different uh, drug cartels um, and just 
he has a very interesting kind of setup to this where he was he was uh dealing with like a pot uh, uh cannabis growers yeah. um and then years went by and he thought about how crazy this story was where like outside of their cabin one night it got three guys were killed by supposedly bigfoot yeah these three guys were torn apart and the entire like crop field <laughs> of uh cannabis was destroyed and they're like it was a bigfoot that did this because <laughs> we're encroaching yeah, on and, his territory and so it naturally it's going to get to the conclusion where it was like some like guy with a machete or something killed these guys but but then they interview all these like bigfoot enthusiast people and like all these like personal interviews like there is like a legitimate interview and either this guy is an incredible actor um yeah or he has actual like trauma like Tra- not not he- saying that uh, there's an actual bigfoot out there but his trauma about that happening is very much real so it's one of those two yeah there was this guy i feel bad we didn't really we were just sitting there like it this this is fucking real to this guy yeah like or or because like his performance was that good or yeah either that or he deserves other work uh but it's uh but it's like this guy just he was like talking about like how this experience he had and he's like He's, like, breaking down. It, it looks like they're filming in a car because, like, he doesn't feel comfortable, like, saying it, like, around his family or something. Mm-hmm. But it's but it's just, like, like, wow, if this is this is fake, then. Yeah, if this is fake, this is like, kind of, like, they got this really good, like, very good, not known at all actor to perform <laughs> this very traumatized role effectively. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I, uh, I don't know. I I'm interested uh, on watching a little bit more. Uh, I I don't know if it's a strong rec- recommendation yet. Um, but if you have uh, Hulu and you like true crime, totally watch it. And you, but and you fold in some laundry. Yeah, just go for it. Yeah, it's like. But if you don't have Hulu, unless they're offering you free trial, like they did for me, don't like. I don't mean. It's, I I haven't seen the whole thing, and I know at the end of these things that they're just gonna be like, we may never know if it was Bigfoot or not, because that's how <laughs> these things go. Or they're like, definitively, it was actually a cartel or infighting between the uh, the cannabis growing scene. Like, obviously, if you want to, like, if it becomes, which it always will become, like a real world explanation, unless they can put solid evidence on that real world uh, explanation they were they're gonna pull the classic we'll never know but uh yeah yeah, i don't know maybe maybe i'm wrong maybe they're gonna have uh bigfoot sit in for an interview in this the chair that they put everyone in so uh that i would love it if like (laughs) they just we wait until the end of this and then it'd be like all right guys now you can you can go out and tell people bigfoot is real yeah. Uh, we we just condensed it to this. It's like the ending of Finding Bigfoot when they find Bigfoot and they're just like, "Okay, guys, come on, uh, let's let's not spoil this for anyone else." So what about don't the tell the news. Ending to Strange Wilderness. Yes, that is really funny. Very sad. But very <laughs> oh funny. God! That movie. I love that movie. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen that in years. Oh man, it's a good ass movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's probably been. I, oh. My sister and I do the shark uh, scene too. Yes, or each Classic. other. Yeah, out of nowhere, just like we'll just start laughing like that oh, yeah. out of nowhere. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. Okay. Last thing, we'll try and keep it quick, but obviously it's just more content for your ears, I guess. Um. The Falcon of the Winter Soldier, Episode 5. And uh, just to preface, this is the end of the show. We will talk full spoilers <laughs> for the next rest of the show about this thing. So if you don't want yeah. to be spoiled for Episode 5 and speculation on Episode hmm. 6, uh, this is it. The last episode of the series. Yeah, this is it. We're ending the show with this. this. Is the, we're ending the show. Thank you the, for listening. It, uh, we'll be back next week with uh, with other stuff. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> so, so when Falcon died, how did you guys feel? Yeah. All right. I mean, spoilers actually. Missed right opportunity. Now. Uh, three, two, one, bye. Okay. So, on episode five of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I thought that they did an excellent job at um, making two episodes into one episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think this is. I think this is the best episode. Yet, oh yeah, so it's far, the I best think. episode. Oh, yeah, no doubt. It was definitely like enough material for two to three episodes that they crammed into yeah. one hour. But uh, it it was really good. I just don't understand yeah. why they're not just like making more episodes. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I think the long term goal is going to be. I think this is definitely getting a second season. I think maybe. Unless the, they they're... unless they announce at the end of like at the end of the season at the after credits then they're like uh, Captain America this will co- new legacy yeah they're continuing in Captain America um, Wings of Justice or whatever this stupid thing mm. they call yeah. uh, and then oh, and they're also like Bucky will return in a White Wolf series like that'd be cool I mean yeah. I'd like to see I, more from Wakanda. I'd like to see more from Bucky. Yeah. I'd like to see uh, Sam as Captain America and like yeah. Captain Falcon, because like straight up, that's yeah. that's a cool version of the character. Um, yeah, and and I actually I've been trying to catch up on the newest Tanahasi Coates uh, uh, Black Panther run, uh-huh. and and. Uh, Ao, the the me- member of the Duro Malachi that's uh, been in the show, uh, she like becomes like a vigilante hmm. in like in Wakanda eventually. Interesting. And uh, so I'm I'm wondering if it's going to be if this is like a kind of stealth setup of what the Wakanda show is going to be setting towards. Like I wonder if she's going to be set for more of a lead in the future. Well, I hope so because I like the like the chemistry that she has, not like in a romantic sense, but I like the chemistry yeah. that she has with uh, with Bucky. Bucky and all. Like they work, yeah. they work well off of each other and well together. So I would like to see more of that dynamic. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. So things that were cool. The beginning of the episode, they start with this awesome fight sequence where. Um, Sam and Bucky work together to beat the tar out of uh, John yeah. Walker, and uh, which he goes complete like everything I thought U.S. agent was going to be from day one. 
But it, I, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think they did a good job building up to it. But, like, the moment where he's just like, I am Captain America! I was just like, oh, there you are! Yeah. Oh, we're finally there! Yeah, we're US I agent. don't personally know too much about, um, like, uh, uh, U.S. agent and, like, John Walker in general. But what I yeah. do know about the character Nuke is basically what I'm yeah. seeing and getting from uh, this, like, this John Walker, USA. Yeah. What about the character Zook from 22 <laughs> Jump Street, who was played by the guy that played Captain America in this show? Wait, Nuke. So anyway, they get Anthony the shield back. back. <laughs> um, and then John Walker is... Uh, is not court-martialed but he has he's no longer captain america he's not i he doesn't he's not he doesn't get any is he di uh, dishonorably discharged i believe so yeah, yeah. i think so he, he, yeah. he's not getting any uh uh what do you call no it? benefits um, no no benefits awards all of no his benefits and his rank is removed yeah yeah yep and he's retired and yep. uh he's really mad and he expresses that anger and then this uh the cameo that everyone what's her what's um contessa uh no, valerina no that's not her name her name is elaine <laughs> from seinfeld <laughs> true and uh she walks out and she's like hey where's jerry no uh <laughs> she basically is like purple she has like purple hair or whatever uh yeah she has a purple streak um she yeah and she basically says you know what you did the right thing it's okay if you that you don't have the shield it's okay that you killed that guy and we're glad that you juiced up and you he is now you're valuable yes yeah, basically and so uh people are like oh it's madam hydra haha -ha. but that's actually yeah. not true she works for no. shield she works for S.H.I.E.L.D. She was Madam yeah. Hydra for a short period. Yeah. And she, and back in, like, kind of the Silver Age, she was uh, Nick Fury's love interest. Yeah, so she's, like, uh, on that level. And uh, I think she's being perceived as an evil character. And unless they're, like... Unless they're going with a uh, an even darker S.H.I.E.L.D. Or she's going to be part of S.W.O.R.D. now... Or she's deep cover for Hydra or whatever. Like she is, like quote unquote, on the good team. Like technically, yeah. I could see how she works for. Like this is also a theory that's been going around. I could see that she is associated with Ross Thunderbolt Ross, and mm. she is recruiting him for the for the U.S. agent John Walker for, for the Thunderbolts, Thunderbolts thing that they're like. That people still think they're going to be setting up, especially with Zemo. Um, however, the heck yeah, got... he gets out of. Uh, I guess he's going to the raft. So yeah, where Ross is kind of that's his headquarters now. Which still so seems it's... strange that the Wakandans would bring him to the raft. Yeah, that was Wakanda, like. But... That's one where I had to be like, okay, I see you're trying to set things up. Yeah, it seems and more I... convenient. Like they were so yeah. adamant about bringing him to justice, and like, I, why would they not just kill him? Like the the only the only idea I can think of there to kind of get my no prize for Marvel here is they don't want to cause an international incident. Yeah, like 
but um but still why would you take him to the raft <laughs> yeah it's uh it's like weird but i it's not weird enough for me to be like super like annoyed about it like it's a nitpicky thing yeah um yeah it's a little and i know that it needs to it's a convenient thing that needs to happen so that they can do further things with that character later on and i'm glad he's not dead because like yeah oh boy do they have a villain problem when they when they kill everyone so fast yeah Uh, yes right now i think the only people we can make the thunderbolts with are um ross ghost the abomination and john walker Hmm. i think Unless I and Zemo and Zemo, yeah. Unless I'm miscounting someone, Killmonger who uh, didn't die. Actually, he's actually been alive the whole time. Uh, you see, Ultron, he went into the water, the and then he, yeah. It there's people who still want Killmonger to return because he was brought back by Namor when they threw him that's in the ocean. Awesome. As, which that's that's so stupid. <laughs> I know, like. Just let him be. Just, just, just let, just let it be, and just. Oh, uh, uh, we get Batroc, the uh, the leaper on the Thunderbolts. Oh, we can get Batroc. Yeah, Sharon, um, Sharon Carter, Agent Thirteen on the Thunderbolts. Sharon, yeah, Sharon, she's definitely like who the heck is ninety nine percent. What's that? Who even is she right now? Because that's not. Yeah, she is a villain yeah, right now. Like, like, oh yeah, I'm actually. Unless evil. it's gonna be like. Unless it's going to be a triple cross, and it's going to be like, I called Batroc to be there, just like you told me to, uh, Falcon. Yeah. And he's like, thanks, Sharon, you're the best. I did this for you but, without you asking me to. You know, the way Steve <laughs> handled things, right, guys? And then both of them are like, yeah, Steve really know how to do everything underhanded. Great job. <laughs> Which, yeah, I... I I wonder how that's gonna test. Well, after uh, Steve left and you guys left me to stew here in Madripoor, I became evil Carter. <laughs> yeah, no, it's stupid. Which, which Just by like the way, my grandma would have wanted. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, she was confirmed in what do you call it? Endgame. Uh, to be one of the people missing yeah uh with the snap unless she decided to go underground there and not come out when half the world was which gone. is interesting but i need more than just like our assumptions yeah. on that yeah i need we need to know okay what did and didn't happen was she snapped and if she did get snapped it's been like a few months she's been alive and she was like Ooh, curses. Yeah. I'm going to get revenge. Yeah, oh, okay. But. So that leads me to the thing where um, she is working for the power broker. And the power broker is actually the Mandarin. And that was the thing I was referencing earlier <laughs> when I was talking about how uh, Shang-Chi will directly be tied into this. And that's why they're showing off. That's the a Mandarin, really good theory. Um, earlier in the episode. Like, uh, they, they dropped this teaser. They talk about the Mandarin a whole lot, and then they show what could be a scene in Madripoor, and then mm. they show it right before, and they make sure his face is shown a lot right before the final mm. episode, where we will most likely be revealed that the power broker is involved, like who the power broker is. We've been waiting this whole time. That's the theory very interesting. on the internet. Um, yeah, so that's cool. Uh, yeah. I 
I I think they are going for like well they had in the all hail the king like little one shot thing they redefined him in a way that it was he wanted uh the whole 10 rings thing like going public like that it severely pissed him off because he wanted to be he had the power of being unknown yeah of not of being a non entity and so having like somebody parade the mandarin out there which I, i'm I'm convinced they might not even call him the Mandarin because that comes with a lot of bad stuff. But like, yeah, I think I think uh, they might just use his name. Uh, I believe it's uh, Jianchi. I think I don't know, but um, you're probably right. I, I'll, I'll check it out. But um, yeah, there's a theory, and I don't know how much you guys want me to to do this. So if you don't want me to give you a Sonic Two leak style like information right now i won't um but if you don't oh, care is it something that was revealed in picture it's or? a leak of a toy for shang chi is knuckles in the falcon and the winter soldier no it's not for falcon winter soldiers for shang chi it's like a plot point it's like it's a character uh, basically his knuckles and shang no but it's it's of that level i would say for shang chi well, if you want me to reveal I, it i can if you do not want me to i will not I'm wondering if it's the same thing. It's a Funko that Pop I've that heard. was shown? Uh, no, I. It might be. Um, there's a character returning from another nope. MCU movie. Mm-hmm. No. Okay, because I. This is a rumor that Iron um, Fist is going to be in it. I well, Iron Fist could be in it, but also the more heavily like close to like it's been heard a lot is Baron Mur- Mordo. Oh, interesting. Might make. Yeah, because uh, basically there's going to be a tournament at some oh, yeah, point yeah, yeah, in yeah, yeah. Shang Chi, and we're going to see cool. a couple of different. Yeah, we're going to see a bunch of different tournament people. Arc. Yeah, I love. Yeah, those. it's going to be. A tour- All right, so do, well, do you guys want me to reveal yeah. this or not? You have to decide. Uh, I'd like to hear it. I think it'd be cool. Aaron? And that was today's episode. Oh, he All doesn't right. want me <laughs> then, to. Okay, I won't. Okay, we don't have to. We All right, so uh, um, quickly moving on i really liked the whole like bucky help helping sam thing at his house yeah them coming together yeah. as friends that's cool but them not calling it friends i did not like yeah. that there was really in my opinion no lead up to this much development of like closeness between them it just i think it's i think they just kind of ran out of time yeah which i i i to be fair too i would go for a whole other episode of them just cleaning up that boat yeah like that was like the most like fun of the episode for me for real uh and uh yeah i think again hopefully they do get time in the future that we do have more time with these guys like either if it's a second season or if it's going to be in a new project coming down the line but I, I I think you good. Go on ahead. No, you're good. I was just gonna, I was just gonna say I think this is a uh, strong, uh, for lack of a better word, power couple. Yeah. That uh, that are going to be uh, kind of developed, and I I'm looking forward to the day that they stop putting the macho shit part out of their stuff, yeah. and they're just able to be like, you know what, you're my best friend, and. Well, they were both but best friends with each other's best friend. They like, were. It's yeah. So without it's kind of they have to learn that it, like 
Yeah. It's like being introduced to uh, your best friend's best friend, and then, like, now you guys have to be friends now. Yeah. Or else. Yeah, and it's it's a whole thing of, like, uh, did, you, did he replace me with you? <laughs> yeah. And then just... And uh, Bucky is already not stable, yeah. and it's the only. It's one of the many reasons why uh, Steve didn't say like, "Hey, you should have the shield." It's also interesting the whole like Isaiah part where he talks to like uh, Sam about like what it, what happened to him, his story, and like the legacy of the shield and yeah. Isaiah's perspective on Steve Rogers. And what like yeah. what Falcon and like Sam hmm. knows about Steve and who his character is and what his thoughts were, and then yeah. at the, like and then Bucky adds this element of like I don't think Steve knew what that meant to like give you that yeah. shield either, and yeah. Sam's like doesn't like it doesn't really matter because Steve's not here anymore, and it's like yeah. Sam came to this like his own conclusion of what he like he has accepted his. Like, he has come to the point where he has accepted his direction and he has yeah. made his choice, which is what the series has been leading to. And that's why Definitely. Uh, I that's why I forgive the whole, like, now they're best friends because we need them to be because yeah. it's the fifth episode of, of six. I accept that. That's what needed to happen. I would have, like, for sure wanted way more. But yeah. it's because that, like, basically... Where they leave them off before, like, Sam has made this decision and off screen, Bucky has, like, chilled out and, like, figured out that Sam made that decision or whatever. And now he's all friendly. But when they left each other, they were, like, on at odds. They were, like, I don't need you anymore. Goodbye. And they don't even, like, talk to each other. Bucky does the Zemo thing. He gets his own closure. Sam goes off back home and fixes the boat, basically, and... Bucky just shows up. He's like, "I brought you a gift. Now I'm gonna help out." Uh, and then, and then like, Sam has already made his decision at this point, and I guess Bucky can tell that's what happened. So he sticks around, and they have that conversation, and Bucky accepts. Like he finally accepts Sam because he has Sam yeah. has finally accepted the shield essentially. So yeah, it all came together. And uh, and now we have the next episode, which will hopefully yeah. wrap it all up. I'm excited, but yeah. I also just yeah. wish there was more time. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know. And uh, oh well. And we now are left with the question that uh, all Kingdom Hearts fans are facing, which is, what's in the box? Yeah, that. Even though Rob sent this really e messed up picture of. Uh, <laughs> Bucky put like picking up that uh, like putting putting the box down, but he photoshopped out the the new Falcon Wings box, and oh, he, yeah. he put in the uh, the uh, the mystery box from Kingdom Hearts Three. Like, come oh, on, that's so funny. But like, <laughs> like I did not, th my brain did not go there. And then Rob was like, "Did oh, you check spoilers to see that thing?" And I was like, "Why would you do this?" I think I sent the. Uh, the Jeff Goldblum, uh, Jeff yeah, Goldblum you said, thing. Yeah, you said, that crazy son of a bitch, <laughs> you did it. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, uh, that, I, I feel bad that my brain has gone to shit posts so much that now it's just, I saw that, I was like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, 
And you know what we're doing now? We're ending the podcast. Thanks for listening to yep. another two-hour <laughs> podcast. Uh, we'll be back uh, next week with episode 49. Um, yeah, that's this was another long one. Hopefully, uh, maybe we'll watch Terminator 1 and 2. Uh, that'd be cool. Anyway, you know where our socials are. They're all linked below. Uh, please, if you have specific stories you want us to cover or things you want us to talk about, coverage you need covered by us uh, for some reason just send us a message we'll uh, we'll take care yeah that'd be really cool catch you next time thanks for being on guys bye thank you